You are listening to a podcast brought to you by the Global Roots Project. The partners of Global Roots have interviewed experts in the cross field between art and culture, sustainability, global citizenship, and primary education. These interviews give you a state of the art review. And now, here's one of them. Yes, hello everyone. I am Anja Schäfer. I am the artistic director of Sideviews e.V. in Berlin and I'm talking today to Wiebke Janssen. Yes, I'm Wiebke Janssen and um, I am a teacher uh, at a primary school in Berlin, in Kreuzberg, which is a part of Berlin. And our school is uh, works after the principles of Maria Montessori. I work here since 10 years. Wiebke, which artistic project was particularly important to you in the course of your work as a teacher and why? Of course, there are different projects which uh, come into my mind when I think about your question, but there's one special project which is an actual project I am just in the process um, and it's called um, City Pharmacy in German you say Stadtapotheke and uh, we recently had a performance at the HKW this is a place where culture is shown from in a gro global aspect you talk about the Haus der Kultur und der Welt yes right? the Haus der Kultur und der Welt And um, this project is uh, very interesting for me and all the people who are involved because it's um, um, playing with different um, generations. So there are kids, of course, from our school, but there are also adults which have a project leading position, but there are also adults which um, are out of work now. They are about between 60 and 78, I guess. They are retired, yes. Um, and they are part of the project. And this is the first time I work with a lot of... And there are also adult, uh, no, uh, young people who are part of the project. So this is very interesting because a lot of, yeah, different views, perspectives are involved. Yes, and it is about plants which which grew, grow in the um, in on the street or in uh, hidden uh, parts. They are like forgotten. Some people just uh, normally uh, if they are in the garden, they just uh, throw them away because they think it's unkraut. It's a German word for plants you don't want. And um, we just particularly particular looked at these plants to find out where they come from, how they grow, what they need, and they have a healing, they, they can heal. Yeah. That was very interesting and uh, or is still very interesting. We collected a lot of uh, knowledge about them and found out special things about them. And the children became identified with them. So how long is this is the is the project going? Um, it's uh, started about two years ago. 
with a little idea the artists and the adults which with who I work we always are in the process so we develop in the process every little step we uh, reflect and then we try to find the way of the project though so it's not ready before you start it it's coming with the process the you never know where you go where you're going to i think that's also very important for projects and if you want to keep them as a living thing you can't uh, just say okay this is the goal we're going there you always have to feel which is the moment where could it go now what are the options where can we go and of course the most important people in the projects at schools are the kids so they show us the way and um, how long will it, will it go on the city pharmacy hopefully it never ends <laughs> the every we want to we have the every child has a box and in the box there's everything they have a plant they chose a plant um, for themselves which they wanted to find out everything about and in this box is all their knowledge in this box is like their um, treasure and when they leave the school when they are about 11 or 12 years old they there is a ritual where they give the box to the next generation it will last in the class hopefully forever and with this box they are this is where we are at the moment We're trying to find out how can we transport this knowledge, this um, uh, of the plants, into the other classes, so to other peers, peer to peer, and that's what we are developing at the moment. And when we do this, it will go on and will come into different classes. Maybe it's also uh, possible if Corona allows us to. We could go in other schools with these boxes and present them there and give the knowledge to other uh, children from other schools so then it can spread out. So, like. so this sounds very much like a um, sustainable artistic school project. And now, now let's maybe put it on a more technical level. What do you think for a sustainable artistic school project? What is needed? What should schools or and or institutions and or artists bring in? And how could you set the project so everybody could benefit? Yes, the first thing uh, is that the people who work in such projects don't look too much to frames. They, it, it would be the best if they think it without frames. Of course, the frame is the reality, but not not uh, uh, artificial frames like rules they have to do. Like a project has to be in one week; it's not allowed to to get more uh, time from the school year or whatever. This is, for example, one of the things which doesn't work when you don't think over the frame. Maybe it's better to say they have to think over the frame you have. You need, of course, very good uh, experts from outside which have experience with projects in school, which have experience with working with kids, which are flexible, 
which are of course uh, have their own uh, resources, artistic resources, which they want to bring into the project. Yes. Can you say an example? Link it to the city pharmacy? Yes, for example, we have these two um, retired pharmacy specialists. Uh, spe specialists who helped. They just came to give their knowledge to the kids. They were so flexible and they always offered and that was really helpful. They didn't come with a ready-made uh, what they want to give give the children. So they, they also learned from the children, the children learned from them and it was a give and take and give and take. And, and what do you think what, what is important if you could tell other schools how to stage a project like this, sustainable, ongoing and so on? What would it need? It needs time and space and it needs a good of course the the leader of the the school has to give green light and the the parents they have to be on the side of course they don't if they are afraid no oh, our children they don't learn enough math or something then it's hard to keep it you have to think different about school than you can do it. If you think, okay, this is what the children know in 20 years from the primary school, what they remember and not which themes they did. This is a very important thing, I guess. It is also important to do these projects because you can, we can respond on the children's, children, what they give, what they, how they react to impulses shows you where you could go. And this is not possible if you know you have to do this theme and this theme and then this theme. So it's more at the children's, what they need for their development and they develop it with you together. So um, this is also very important. But it sounds like your school is pretty flexible regarding that, right? giving space and time and convincing yeah. parents maybe and to make it possible. Mm. It is, of course, and we work a lot on projects. There are a lot of projects. I Nobody kno knows all the projects which, which are at the moment an active process. We, we never have the overview. We don't. We don't overview what. Pro how many you have? Yes, how many we have at the moment, or which we had, or it's very. We try to, but to make it transparent to everybody, but it's not so easy. But how it? How my, one last question about that? How you? How you? How it works with you? With your curriculum that you have to fulfill as a school, and at the same time you have that many project weeks a year uh, per class and group, learning group? The curriculum in the last years or in the last 10 years, the cur curriculum changed um, and it's more more open. So this is very helpful. Yeah, but also there's something about the curriculum some people don't know. You can't do everything, never. So it's, you need to focus somehow. Yes, you have to focus. And if you say you want to focus with this project, that and that, and you can... You can prove or you, you can, can yes, explain. You can explain why 
it is okay for the community so and of course the parents have to trust you if they don't like you as a person with their children they wouldn't they would say yeah why do you do this project and it takes such a lot of time and this is also very important you have to be a person who has the, the people trust and mm -hmm. and this the how was the dialogue with the parents they always agreed in this ongoing ongoing plans project no especially when we had we have this corona situation and all the parents are very oh my god is my child child does it did it le did it learn enough and does it have the the skills it needs and yeah there were some voices but i we we talked about it and then it was okay and we tried to find flexible we really had a lot of project days i have to say and but we try we we found out a system with the with the flexible time slots so the kids could have also project time but also time for learning we tried to to mix it to get it a little bit yeah so that the p parents could say okay Mm -hmm. This is a good alternative for us. Okay, and did they see what came out of the project? Yeah, and they were really so excited. They were so happy and thankful. That was, yeah, they still are, are and then they give green light to the next steps. Okay, thank you for the interview then, Wiebke. You, that was really great to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To find out more about the Global Roots Project, please visit globalroots.eu.